You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> My voiceover uh, intro chick is a really hot uh, supermodel, fitness supermodel, fitness and glamour supermodel. Sure. You kind of do it all, don't you? What do you mean? The model part. The model <laughs> part. <laughs> I, I guess I did a lot of different stuff, yeah. So, so we haven't talked about, we, we haven't had a show since you did your contest, your show. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks. We've mm -hmm. been... Super busy. I don't know. So we, we roll out the excuse bag here? No, no, no. Just skip that. Yeah, okay. We're back. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> we had kind of a crazy few weeks. I think the whole getting ready for a contest thing, well, uh, I you think... managed it very well with oh, the kids and everything else, but there, there's so much going on. There's some major changes taking place in our business. There's uh... Those last couple of weeks before my show, um, usually Elaine is in town and she helps me a lot with the kids. Mm -hmm. And the last two weeks, she just happened she wasn't here. Right. And, uh, and you were working 16 to 20 hour days. Seven days a week. Seven days I a week. I took my first day off yesterday. <laughs> first day off in three months. In three months. And that was so, three months of 12 to 20 hours. My short day was 12. Yeah. My longest day was 20. Yeah. It was, it was really crazy. And so I think when the show was over... It's just that first week, I don't even, hardly even remember it. Right. <laughs> I was so tired because, you know, the kids... You were so tired. I mean, uh, that's kind of normal after a contest to a degree, but... Uh, to a degree, yeah. You had... I've been doing some extra stuff that is not part of our normal routine. That's yep. why the last yep. three months have been so crazy. And you had to pick up the slack doing half of my work yeah. plus all of your work. Yeah. And, and it's just... And, a, and, and getting ready for a show. And getting ready for a show. But so, you did well. I, I mean, did, you came in I, the condition you wanted to come in, right? I did. I did, you know, with the time frame that I had and where I was starting. Um, you haven't trained for two years. Right. And you decided a month before the show? Two months. Two months before the show. Two months. So that's cutting it pretty fine. So, yeah. So, I mean, I knew that, you know, the 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 body that they were looking for it would not be as hard or lean as you know other federations so i'm like okay i can you know i'm not completely crazy to go for this but i'm really really happy with where i ended up and for me it kind of just brought me back to who i am and you know since then other than being super tired, I didn't really have that, you know, post-contest blues mm -hmm. that normally, you know, happens because your goal is over. This was more like of getting on my starting game. And I just, you know, I, I enjoy training again. I'm not missing the gym. I, it, nothing really has changed other than I added some calories to my, mm -hmm. to my daily diet. Like nothing really has changed. And no posing practice. No posing practice, <laughs> right? And it's hard, you know, to yeah. make it to those when you have three little ones and yeah. their schedules, and yeah. Yeah. Now, now I'm complaining. Now the uh, <clears throat> the you got yourself in shape. The discipline came back. The work ethic was there. Having that goal, I think, was a tremendous thing for you to have. Yes. How do you sustain that now? Like, are you going to compete anymore? You have know, you made that decision yet? I. I'm debating, but I, 
when I made a decision to get ready for this show, I really felt really strongly inside of me that that was what I needed to do um, at that point. And so I just really, truly, fully committed to it. And, and I knew that I wasn't getting to be my best because I didn't have enough time. But it was my best at that point. And then, of course, right away, like the competitor side of it, you just want to be like, okay, but if I get ready for one more show, I can look even better. And I think once like the does settle a little bit, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more interested now in training to be my best in life than to go back to that roller coaster kind of competitor life, you know, because when you, when you're getting ready for a show is just so laser focused and there's no, not a lot of balance. Mm-hmm. And then you, on the other side of that, you have to go back and adapt to real life. And I, and I feel like I want to focus on my modeling now more, you know, continue to work on my body, but not really for the stage. Now that's the thing. Modeling has always been the thing you've enjoyed. Right. Uh, I, I don't know. Do you enjoy it more than competing? Um, I, it, they're very, very, very different for me, okay. you know? So it's not like one or the other. No, it's almost like one is right brain, one is left brain. <laughs> okay. Explain <laughs> because, that. Because um, with competing, like I like numbers and I like like linear things. And with competing is a lot like that. Like you have a recipe to follow and you, f- you give your all, follow to a T and you end up with a certain result. You know, right. like, of course there's, you know, margins for errors but it's pretty much a science with modeling it's all just creative and you in order to model really well i have to literally make a decision to turn off that side of my brain that is linear completely and just go straight into 100 percent creative and that's a challenge and that's why i like it so much because it is a challenge i know when you're when you're modeling uh, when you've done your best work, mm-hmm. uh, has been times when you even disassociate from me at the time. I become a photographer and I'm no longer your yeah. husband. Right. Explain that. Why is that? It, it was weird the first time, but it was weird <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. Like uh, to see you that locked in. Because I, I think this is a thing that a lot of people don't understand. And yeah. It's something I have preached for years that modeling is not... Uh, what, what a lot of people call modeling is posing for a picture. Yeah. <clears throat> modeling is acting. Right. And modeling is where you actually become a character and you play that role and you pull out emotions for things that are yeah. not really happening at the time because you're on a photo set or right. whatever, but you have to pull up something that looks really, really real that gives you a look that goes with the, with the wardrobe you're wearing and the location you're at and the whole vibe is all consistent. It flows, right? Yep. <clears throat> and so... Most people that crawl in front of my camera, at, you know, they've got two looks, the, the smile and the non-smile, and the non-smile looks like you're ticked off. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so... Uh, that's where I started. <laughs> well, that's where you started. That's where almost, yeah. almost everybody starts there, right? And then over time, they allow themselves to knock down those walls, be a little more, more vulnerable, and actually feel something. Yeah. And those feelings come across, and that's where you get those genuine... You know, it looks like it's really happening. Right. You know what I mean? And those are the most compelling photographs. And those are the photographs I love to take 
uh, when you started modeling, it took a year before you got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the day you did, yeah, it was like, oh my God, I'm scrambling because I'm I'm ready for you know crawling and and you're sprinting and I, right. I had to get up and try to sprint with you and keep up. Uh, <clears throat> but when you get there, you get like literally, I can put you in any location. Yeah. Give you the, what the motivation is, a wardrobe, give you the whole thing. And you'll get there. Now, when you get there at those photo shoots, I'm no longer your husband. Mm-hmm. You don't treat me like you're my wife. You have yeah. no concern. For, if I fell down and broke my leg, well, is there another photographer handy? You know, because <laughs> I'm, I'm getting my picture taken today, yeah. right? Yeah. And and uh, and in doing that, it's it was weird the first time, but that's always when I know you're on point. That's yeah. when I know we're going to get a good shoot. Is when you're able to lock out everything else and everyone else. Now, the tricky thing for us is we can't do that with the kids around, yeah. obviously, uh, because obviously the focus, had, you, you know, you can't stop being a mom to go do a photo shoot. Right. So we do it when we have a babysitter <laughs> and our babysitter. Which doesn't happen often. The one surviving babysitter in our family is Elaine, of course, and she <laughs> lives in Florida. So whenever she happens to come out here, which is often, right. that's when we get to shoot. So now I know not being in... It, it, it's never bothered me, uh, whatever condition you are in, if you're training oh, or not yeah. training or anything like that. But yeah. it, it has gotten in the way the last couple shoots we tried to do here. Yeah. Uh, didn't work so well because you didn't feel good about yourself. Well, yeah, I, that's the thing. I, I think that for me, and I think, you know, for a lot of people, you want to feel, mm, like, proud, you know, mm-hmm. um, to take, to take good pictures. But the thing and is, is that you can't see what I'm doing. No, I know. But what I'm saying, I guess, is like, I, I don't have to be really low body fat. But if I'm not training I, and I am not eating the way I normally eat. And I mean, I never really got, you know, overweight or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just I hadn't been training. So I don't feel like like myself. And then. You know, and then I have a lot of, like, I'm very sensitive to food. So if I'm not more strict with my food, I also get swollen. And I, yeah, I just, that's not when I want to model, you know. It's almost like that's also not when I want to wear my most beautiful dress. Mm -hmm. And I think with people it's like that. But at the same time. Or the lingerie you walked in here to do this podcast. No, and and no, and at the same the kid, time. The kids have been tucked into bed and, and Anne is looking for me. I have to finish in, my thought. She walks in wearing at lingerie same, and I'm going, wow. At the same time, I don't need to be like super lean to feel my best. It's right. just for me, training hard really gives me like my self-esteem i think i understand that it's something that uh you know i've been doing this since i was 14 right and uh and when i'm not doing it i feel like something's not right you know but i don't feel good like i i have more aches and pains than i would normally if you had some fish and then you didn't have a so uh, uh an opportunity to brush your teeth and you went to talk to people. Depends who it is. <laughs> you would feel <laughs> I might think it's a great. <laughs> I might think it's a great, uh, yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, you, d- you just don't feel your best. You know, it's never that's bothered me, mind. though, whatever shape you're in, or if you lose weight, gain weight, it, it really, 
has never made a difference to me. And I can say that from the bottom of my heart. And I think you... I know that. Yeah, I yeah, totally it, it know that. It doesn't matter to me, right. you know? And, and so I still see that beauty there that I want to photograph. Yeah. But I guess being, it's, you Not can't, you can't... Fake it. You can't fake it. Yeah, you can't fake it. Yeah. And, and I think too, like... Well, you can fake it, but it just, it looks like you're faking it. Right. It's a recording device. It's not a magic wand. Right. Right. A camera is a recording device. And so it just records whatever you're thinking and feeling. And, and I think that's it, you know, in a nutshell, like uh, when, when we became foster parents, um, obviously, you know, that was a massive like undertaking and then it took over our life. So I started to model less and then, you know, we got more kids, we, got three kids, what, a year and a half ago, uh, three, three under three, you know? And so that, the, the whole fitness and modeling took a backseat. A back and then to go back to modeling, I just, I lost myself, you know? I lost myself in being a mom and just serving others and not prioritizing myself. So it was really hard. And then I wasn't training hard, so I really wasn't feeling like myself. So let's talk about that for a second. I want to interrupt you there. Mm -hmm. You said something really important. Yeah. Did it affect how you feel about being a mom? Did it affect, does it affect everything or just, just the modeling thing? Oh, it affects everything. I think it just gives you a lot more confidence in everything you're doing. So doing this show. Right. Changed everything. Yeah. It, it got you back to being disciplined and that discipline, the show's two weeks over. Right. But the discipline hasn't changed. No, not at all. And so doing that, you know, we, this was our last show, you know, was this a selfish thing to do? And absolutely not. It's, it's, right. it's the, the best thing you could do for your family. Right. And I mean, the kids came and saw you at the show. It I was, know. It was the best. That was the best. <laughs> Except for Jesse. I, I was working backstage at the show. And Jesse started to cry because he wanted mommy to come back on stage <laughs> and didn't understand why you couldn't. Right. And so I had to bring him backstage. That and then he saw cool. you back there and then he wouldn't let go of you. Right? Yeah. But he was back there posing down with some of the guys. Oh my gosh, and he wanted to go hilarious. on stage too. He took his shirt off. You know, and now the girls, all they talk about is how they want to be strong and how they yeah. want to, you know, Katie keeps saying, I, I have to work out so I'm strong, <laughs> you know. And they see me like working, uh, stretchy on the roller. And so they call that, oh, I need to work out now. So they'll come and stretch with you. Yes. (laughs) But I think it's a great example of, you know, women seeing that positive, you know, light. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you're right. You know, this show, it was a, it was a short term thing. It was a, it was an achievable look for me and it gave me the motivation to, you know, when you are in shape, it's not that hard to maintain it. No. But when you get out Getting of shape, there, it, takes some time. It, it, it takes a little extra effort. Those hard days that you're seeing no, no change. And I think what it is, it's a habit, right? Is like, that what it is? Well, I think what it is, is, is when you're not in the habit of going, you have to carve that time out of a very busy day. Right. You have some guilt because, you know, kids want to go to the pool instead of go right. just be in the daycare at the gym and whatever the case may be. <clears throat> and then God forbid you get in there and somebody pees their pants and then yep. you got to, uh, I'm talking about the kids now, <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And so there's always that you never stop being a mom, but you're just taking a few minutes for yourself. Right? right. And so, and then there's times when you need sleep and you can't really get it because 
And, and I think that's it. Like, I, it's not like I didn't make it to the gym before. Is that... I think it's just harder now. With kids, it's harder. Yes. And then, and then being disciplined and putting yourself first, I think, is probably... Because that's a mental thing. To yes. say, no, I got it. It's time for me to have my meal. You know, we're going to... Right. You pack your stuff up and I've got to go eat, you know, or, or whatever. If you're at the pool with the kids or whatever it is, right? Yeah. You got to plan your day. It takes a little bit more discipline. Yeah. Um, but I think once you get in that habit, and you're definitely in that habit now, and it's really, it's really not. I mean, I'm speaking for you, but it, it doesn't appear to be difficult. It no, it's very comfortable, it, and that's the thing. I missed it, you know. Right. But and then you've got that good feeling, and you don't want to lose that good feeling. No, so if you, you don't. miss a couple of days, right. It's like I got to get back to the gym. Right. Absolutely. And it, it was just a matter of change changing it back to this mm -hmm. you know and because i knew what to do and why do why do we get stuck sometimes that mm -hmm. like you know what to do you know how to do it but you're not making the choice to do it if you if you commit and you do it long enough it's like it's like riding a bike mm -hmm. it's like it never went away you know it's not even a and it's not even a thought right now to not live this way Right. And that's what came out of the contest. And that's why I'm so happy. And, you know, in a way, honestly, probably had I trained longer and got leaner, you always have a little bit more of a rebound and it would probably have affected me more. But I was in such a good place when I went in that coming out of it, it was just kind of like smooth, just kind of continue on. You know Part of it I mean? is the criteria. They, you know, they're not looking for super hard, lots of muscle. They're not looking for that excess. Right. So really, you could have, I mean, it's almost you, did, like a lifestyle. you did. There's none yeah. of the carb deplete, water, right. all that hogwash. It was just, hey, show day's here. I'm going to put on a, on a suit and go get on stage. And right. the next day you did the same thing again. It was just, there was really no change. It was just a, that's what I'm doing this afternoon. Yeah. I'm doing that. And it was kind of cool. It was yeah. no pressure. You know? It was very, very different experience. And, and like I said, right away, I, the first thing I thought is, hey, if I, you know, if I tighten do another show, yeah, I can <laughs> tighten up a little more. And, but. As and at the end of the day, and I'm going to ask you this, you've mm -hmm. done, that was at your 26th show? Something like that. Yes. Yeah. Does anybody really care how you place? No. No. Like your friends and stuff like that no. when you go into the show, when you place. Now, you play second in the show, but there were only two of you in, in, the, in your category. Nor they remember. Right. Like, that's not, it's not what anybody remember. But I think, you know, and I think when I used to compete before, I was more, let's say, competitive. Yeah. But this time, it just wasn't about that. But we're not battling for a million-dollar contract. No, <laughs> you know, and we're not, we're not battling for anything. No, it's that, just you know, a sport. It's, it's nothing that, that like if P, I, my, my philosophy has always been nobody other than some whacked out stalker fan out there might remember yeah. and, and you will remember, but your closest family members won't remember. I won't remember how you place, nor does it matter. I like your show that you did before this one. I don't remember how you placed. Right. And I don't care. You know, I just know that you were a pro and 
you you looked really really good on stage and the thing and you carried yourself well and you presented yourself well and you were entertaining i think of those things yeah and i think that's what the majority of fans do and i've had many conversations about this because everybody thinks the athletes think it's so important how you place right and so i'll say okay monica brandt the most prolific fitness competitor two decades she was at the top of her sports nobody nobody other than Monica Brandt can tell me how many shows she's won. Right. Nobody gets it. Right. You know, and I, and I just use that to make the point. And I said, if you like somebody, you think they won them all. Right. You know, or at least won some or won quite a few. But, but uh, if you don't like them, then you, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But that's the long and short of it. And, and, uh, and so really is placing really matter. It matters to you. It has to matter to you. Or how do you grind through those workouts? Sure. Right? Yeah. But with something like this where the criteria is very different... Yeah. Um, and you can use this now that you've got that discipline. Now you can start modeling again. Right. And when we vlog our kids, you know, I've got a YouTube channel and I do mm -hmm. a vlog, right? <clears throat> and we do that. Our kids, a favorite thing for them to watch on TV is, is mommy and daddy and the vlog. Yes. You know? Imagine how cool it would be, though, you know? To see your mom and dad on TV. Right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. they think it's the movie. Like, yeah. everything else they watch. <laughs> Us and the Play-Doh channel. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> and Daniel Tiger. And mom and dad. <laughs> we are the Tiger family. Yeah. But, um, but I think it's cool that you're back. I, I miss shooting you. I miss uh, working together. I, when I get to those points and I've been there umpteen times where I said, okay, I'm selling all my equipment. I'm never taking another picture again. This, yes. you know, I hate this. Um, and then you and I go and I, we work together a few times and then I love photography again. Um, cause I'm working with somebody that really respects the creative process, really commits to the creative process and truthfully in what over two decades of being a photographer, um, the models that I've worked with that really bring something special to the shoot, I could probably count on one hand, maybe two hands, but it's not that many. And so have, for me, um, and no offense to anybody, it's just, I think you get there at a photo shoot like you did for the first year and it was mm -hmm. painful, you know, mm -hmm. because there's so many insecurities there and so many emotions and feelings and, you know, and the pictures aren't working and then, you know, there's just all this tension and, um, it's it's uncomfortable for me, you know. I'm not I'm not one of those guys that just okay bend over, let me take a picture, you know. It's not like that, or or you know, I really want to shoot the personality. That's mm -hmm. what I want to do. Mm -hmm. But it's just so hard to drill down to that sometimes, mm -hmm. and it gets exhausting. And then and then I don't like the pictures, and then I I don't want to be a photographer anymore, right? Because <laughs> I think you know, either I lost it or I'm just I you know I can't get that look that I need. Right? Yeah. But I think for some people, and justifiably so. You know, it's just hard to, I mean, don't you think for, and this is a whole other topic again, mm -hmm. but, but I think it's very, very hard. Little girls grow up having to disassociate from their feelings and insecurities because mm -hmm. it's extremely competitive when you're a teenager, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you never let on like your heart's broken, never let on like you're sad, never let on, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, know, you can be emotional, but you never want to be weak. Yeah. Right. And so then all of a sudden, and then, and then have, God forbid, have children where, you know, you and your leg just fell off and, you know, it doesn't really matter because no. I need my food, my yeah. food and I need my diaper and I need, you know, yeah, yeah. and so you just learn to function and just stuff those feelings down. And then all of a sudden, okay, get in front of my camera and I'm some guy they've never met before mm -hmm. and let them all flow. 
You yeah. know, and it just doesn't happen. It's not going to happen. No, and it doesn't. Because and I'm that guy that wants to shoot those things. It's just really, really, really frustrating sometimes. You know, you've been in front of the camera. <laughs> Anna, Anna. No, no, seriously, though. But when you were in front of the camera, you don't speed you... bag me. When I get in front of no. the camera, you're okay. Are you, can, every can every you time you shoot me, though, a little more every with time, the struggle of new models. I know that's what your goal was. What? You just beat me up, though. You're, you are the best. You've taken the best pictures of me. You're the only one that can take good pictures of me. Yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, but Anna likes to speed bag me a little bit. No, I just... Because all of the instructions that I, I give a model, she just does yeah. one right after the other like an auctioneer. <laughs> no, I'm just saying... <laughs> You make it sound like it's easy, but it's not. Because no, when easy. it's your turn, you can't do it. No, it's not easy. It's uh, it's 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 challenging. That's the thing. It's just I get frustrated as a photographer. I get what frustrated. it is is it's very very hard to just a hundred percent be yourself and think that's going to be enough. Right. And it's not. This is just life in general, and that's the truth with people, is everybody puts a face to go out into the world. Right. You know, you like if you go to work, you can't have a bad day or be in a bad mood. Not if you want to, if you are going to deal with other people. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have that right. And you don't have the right when you're dealing with your kids because it's not their fault that you mm -hmm. were not having a good day. So you're always, and then... And then all of a sudden you're supposed to just be yourself and you, you know, there's two scenarios. One, you might not even really remember what that's like mm -hmm. or two. To, to create that feeling, that mood. Yeah. To just, to yeah. Mm -hmm. To just let go of all, you know, control. And, and another one is, is just that you're so used to being criticized, like especially girls and you know body self-esteem like from a young age you're comparing to others and you know and then if you're an athlete I mean all you are pointing out is your flaws yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and it's like you're go you go into a show they never point out what is right with you because it's a it's supposed to be you know constructive Criticism. Criticism. So you, you go, this time. is what you need to work on. So you're always focusing on those things so much so that you, you miss all the good things right. and all the work you've done and what you've been able to create. So you're never, you're always in that mode. And so now you're supposed to just let it all go and relax and just completely be yourself and not be worried about your stomach or your butt or whatever it is that is what, the, what bothers you, you know, and in front of a stranger and think that that's going to be enough. And so right. with every single girl, and I see that every time I see a new model, you know, and I just want to slap them, you know, because I remember. <laughs> I was going to say you want to give them a hug. But no, <laughs> I want to slap them because they're like 20 years old, like literally it's perfection but they can't see it. see it. And I understand it because I was there. I look at pictures of me, you know, from whenever. And I'm like, what was I thinking? Like, why would I focus on what was wrong? Like, there's nothing wrong. But the moment that you compare yourself with anybody else, you just, you know, 
you just well, you I can't think, you can't meet the standard because no. there's n there's never and you see that don't you see that with yeah, every girl that comes girls in? want curly hair right. and the girl with the big nose wants a small nose and the small nose wants a big nose and everything whatever yeah, you focus yeah, on like I you know yeah so it, and my thing is is that you know you'll see and and honestly <clears throat> I haven't worked with a model in my career yet that didn't have something that she felt was very wrong with her right. And, and that's my point. And, and, and that was always a troubling thing. And you tell them, well, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Because I, I, I see there, everybody's got something. Right. I don't care who you are. You've got something. But, uh, but what, what I'm more interested in is the personality. Right. Like, give me an honest moment. Because what the world lacks yeah. is that honesty. Because there's so much facade there. Right, yeah. and we see it in everything. If you can have that, like like candid photographs, when you get that candid photograph and nobody thinks they're getting their picture taken, those are the most compelling pictures because it's real and it's honest, mm -hmm. right? And I try to create that, and getting that honesty is the hardest thing to get. Yeah. It's not about f stops and what kind of camera you're using and and what kind of lighting setup you have and what you. It's got nothing to do with that. Yeah. It's all to do for me. It's all to do with that model giving me that honest moment. Right. It's the hardest thing to achieve, but when you achieve it, you've yeah. got a picture that I can't stop looking at. Yeah. You know. And and the hardest thing for a model is to be able to give that. Give that. Yeah. Yeah, 100% and not you know, not hang at all into like you see, you see that happening all the time too mm -hmm. where a model has one great look or feeling and you keep yeah. going back to that. And you never try anything new. Right. Well, so if you got a piece of advice, 10 second advice. <laughs> Slap yourself. <laughs> Relax. Be yourself. You are beautiful. I don't care who you are, what you look like, how old you are. There's something beautiful inside of you if it's honest and real. Oh, great advice, Harry. Thanks for listening. Be back in a couple days with another episode of Good Lunch. Glad Unscripted the Podcast. Got a hold on me. We're sitting, got a hold on me.